Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And I want to thank you for tuning in. You are listening to Galaxy Talk Radio. I'm your co-host, Corey Jeffrey Sr., and this is Soul Vibrations, brought to you by T25CL Entertainment, a global music and film distribution company. As we move toward the 25th century, learn about us or collaborate with us and become a part of this movement by visiting our website at www.t25cl.com. Every Monday at 7.30 Pacific Standard Time, you can hear Compton Politics and talk with Lorenzo Elvis Murphy if you choose to. Tuesday, we have Straight Talk with the Hired Brush, Barbara McGee. Wednesday, we have Roz's Corner with Roz and Jordan Mills. Friday, you can get the keys to the kingdom with Sandra Keys. If you know anyone, male, female, or veteran, that are reentering society from the prison industrial complex and are in need of uh, employment and or housing, contact the Jeffrey Peace Project at 510-691-7090. If your family is struggling with personal issues, contact Family Solutions, Inc., or go to www.noangernoviolence.org or contact Ninana Kwaku at Comcast.net. You can also reach him at 707-631-0276. And uh, I'd like to say welcome back, Blacks, because we got to hit them hard and heavy. There's a, there's a whole lot of stuff going on out here now uh, since we last came to you live. Uh, Dr. Kwaku and I have been out there uh, pounding the pavement for this new brand and getting ourselves in position uh, to move things forward. And, uh, you know, we're dealing with homelessness, uh, prisons, uh, education, you know, guns, drugs, racism, police corruption, uh, uh, totally ill community relations, uh, corruption within uh, the different police departments that you've been keeping up with the news lately, the policemen who handcuffed uh, this guy and, 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 you know, killed him while he was handcuffed, just got acquitted from what I understand. Um, but we're constantly distracted with uh, Hollywood, entertainment, and sports. And, you know, we're, we're uh, treated like none of these things are even existing. And now we have an administration that's trying to take us back to making America great again, which I cannot understand at all. But uh, we have some people that are already lighting up the line right now, and I'm going to go down the list. And uh, I'll start with you uh, in Southern California. Are you? Is there someone out there in Southern California? Okay. Oh, how you doing, Lady Ross? Good to hear from you. Good to talk to you. Yes. Uh, uh, 
because there's a lot of stuff going on. Waiting on my co-host, Doctor Nana Kwaku, to uh, to join us here. Uh, in the meantime, I also have some people calling from the state of Washington. Are you still on the line? Yeah, I'm still on the line. He's got a background. Uh, maybe you can mute some people out, or have some people to uh, put their phone on mute. Okay. Yeah, we're getting some some we're getting some background feedback from some somebody out there. So if you could mute whatever it is, your television or your radio that's going on in the background, it sounds like you've done that already. So yeah. Okay. Well, that's right. Yeah, I'm calling from Seattle. Um, I'm a specialist in uh, in uh, credit repair and restoration. Uh, I'm not quite sure what this call is technically all about. But if there's someone that's on the line that's very much interested in getting their credit repaired, then I'm very much can um, help that individual. Um, it's just not a. But I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not certain if um, this is the call for for uh, me. Well, actually, actually, it is because uh, it, it's a little early. But but you're one of the you're you're one of a plethora of solutions that we're going to address because. Uh, it, again, for, for those who are listening and for those who are on the line here, what we're going to be discussing today is is the state of the union, and, you know, in terms of uh, how people of color are affected, uh, uh, our yellow, red, brown, and black brothers and sisters, as well as some of our marginalized uh, uh, white brothers and sisters are out there, uh, the, the numbers are a little bit different in their communities than they are with in ours, but we're certainly all inclusive of those in uh, the white culture that are struggling too, that are definitely affected by uh, all the negative things and and the and the history of what's happening in these United States of America. And of course, America leads the way in terms of the examples that it leads. You know, when we talk about free world, free trade, democracy, and all these things that are supposed to treat people as equal uh, uh, people. And so everything that happens here is going on globally, especially with the new world order coming into place. And and Donald Trump is somebody that is different than any president that we've ever seen. But what we have to realize, when we look at the examples around us and we see all across urban culture across the United States that we have a Japantown and we know what happened with the Japanese in U.S. history. We have Chinatown. We know what happened with the Chinese. We had the Korean War. We know what happened with the Koreans. We have the LGBT movement, specifically right across the bay here in San Francisco uh, uh, where um, uh, the Castro is is probably the most world-renowned gay community on this planet, and yet they have maintained a community. They have a, a, a real property out there. They have businesses out there uh, in spite of the racial prejudice and, 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 and uh, uh, segregated practices that the government has tried to instill on them. Everybody should have an equal opportunity to thrive, but where is Blacktown? Blacktown is 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 the neighborhood, and now neighbors taken out of it, and it's just the hood. So, uh, my brother who, who fixes credit, 
and any and everybody right. else who's on here. Is, is Dr. Quaku on now? Are you on, Dr. Quaku? Yes, I am, brother. Go ahead. Okay. Well, this, well, this for those of you who are listening, this is Dr. Nana Quaku, who co-hosts the show. He's the founder and executive director of Family Solutions, Inc., and Dr. Kwaku, uh, you're the perfect co-host and person for what subject matter we're getting ready to discuss because this reality show that Donald Trump used to have is now is now trying to impose its will on us as our reality show because now he's the president of the United States, and he just passed a bill that uh, on the Senate floor that they're trying to actually get through Congress now that's going to repeal the Obama Act and, you know, all the tenants and things that are that, that are uh, inscribed in this bill are going to put about, you know, 40 million people out of health care. So the question to all of you that we can all address, my question to all of you, and I'll start with you, Dr. Kwaku, uh, and you can tell us uh, uh, some of your views on this, is what do we do? Because we had a Black Wall Street, we had Rosewood, we had Tulsa, we had uh, 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 in Pittsburgh a Black Wall Street there, and these things we didn't just put them down and walk away from them. The government was complicit in destroying these things and burning these towns down, and we never got, we were never able. To, we're resilient, so we're going to rebound. I believe in that. But what's it going to take, Dr. Kwaku, and, and others as we go down the list? for us to get our money circulatory in our community because we spend over a trillion dollars, but it leaves the community. It doesn't circulate like it, like it does within the other cultures. What can we do to get our financial liberation? And so, the, so when we turn on the television and we see Donald Trump, we can say, well, whatever he's talking about, it doesn't have no effect on us because we're together as a race of people like all the other cultures that have maintained their culture. What do you say to this, Dr. Quaker? Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, the, the main point here should be, you know, what, you know, what do we expect to get out of, of, of trying to emulate another group? You know, it still goes back to Gaviism and Malcolmism where we need to, really take control of all of our institutions, our educational institutions, our work institutions. Uh, we need to be, we need to go back to that because the only way that we can become independent of the of the, the grips that this society have on us is to stop participating in it and start producing. If you don't produce nothing, then you really fall into the purposes. You are a slave to the to the system that you're in. So, but once we started producing our own products and having our own products, like Darby had had the ships sitting in Long Island up there in New York, they were going to Africa and going to other countries, and they were bartering and dealing and buying products and bringing them here. Like if you go to Chinatown and you say, why are these people able to sell these products as cheap as they're able to sell them when you put in it? Because they have their stuff brought in. They don't buy America. You understand what I'm talking about? Uh, mm-hmm. we, they live in America, and they sell in America, but they don't buy in America. They buy their products someplace else, so they can come here and make money off of it. We don't have any entity to make money off of anything. So what we do is we wind up, uh, you know, interacting with the system 
uh, in such a way that, that everything that we do, every time, every every dime we spend, we spend it with uh, another group. Every dime we earn, we earn it by working for that group. So for all intents and purposes, we're still in in a kind of a slave uh, holding station where we work for them. We we get our promotions depending on how they feel about us and how, whether they like us or not, or whether you know we're acceptable to them. And so, as long as we have to uh, participate in a, in a system like that, we will always be trying to figure out what is our next move. Our next move should always be about nationhood. Our next move should always be about the business of uh, of uh, us, you know, taking care of our own. You know, our t- teenagers should not have to look to McDonald's or somebody to go get a job. We should be producing jobs within our own community. But since we don't own nothing, we don't control nothing, we don't even own these houses that we're paying notes on, we have to go out in order to maintain the structure of that household. We have to go out and work for the man. And so it's time for us to wake up and realize that, you know, you will never overcome the people who have uh, control over you as long as you interact with a level at a level where you're working for them. It is time for us to raise up and be, you know, be the African people who, the original people on this planet that created everything that, that, that we now know exists. There is nothing new on this planet, but most of us believe that is because we we read their material, read their books, and they say, well, we created this, we created, they created nothing. Everything that they are doing, every interaction that they do on this planet even iron, you know, this civilization was in a stagnant state until thousands mm-hmm. of years ago when, when iron ore was was discovered in Africa. We were the first people to produce these products. That's when we become the steel and mortar uh, society that we are now. But it came from mm-hmm. Africa. The first brain surgery was done in Africa. You know, uh, our people have created almost every entity that we now do on an everyday basis, but thinking that it comes from somebody else. It is our production. And what we need to do is to wake up and realize that and go back and say, okay, right now we will not interact at a level anymore of of an employee. From this point on, we will act as an entrepreneur. We will produce we will produce our mm-hmm. own products, and we will sell our own products, and we will educate our kids, and we will be there to support them and to continue the uh, development of the nation. Yes, yes. Well, Dr. Kwaku, um, you've just given us a, a, a bit of a history lesson, and a lot of people out there speaking to African Americans um, especially because we're the ones that are are, are are lacking in 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 our cultural knowledge. There are, you know, we're in European schools, and I don't know how many of us. So, in other words, it's going to start with education again, re-education, reprogramming, and what facilities and what places, uh, and, and how do we reach kids, uh, the, the the next leaders coming up. With with things being in such uh, disparity the way it is, you see you see this this uh, kid just got shot by the police someplace that was 15 years old recently, and 
Another man was handcuffed and, and, and shot while he was handcuffed. I heard the policeman. I think you told me that the policeman was acquitted or something. With all right. these chaotic things going on, you know, we know fundamentally it's got to start with education. But for me, for, for me, you know, for us being here in the Bay Area, you know, and, and looking out in Oakland, that was, you know, by, by the way, I had a chance to go to the uh, 50th anniversary of the uh, – uh, uh, the Black Panthers uh, at the Open Museum. I'm a member of the Open Museum now. And extraordinary exhibit. And all the historical things that were encapsulated uh, at, at each station that you could stop at was absolutely mind-boggling. And there were a lot of white people in there. And there were some, some people that went with my group that were white and that were young and that were uh, in their late 20s and early 30s, and they knew nothing about, they just heard about the Black Panthers. And what little they heard about, they were a radical group that, you know, blah, 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 blah. But when they saw proof and they saw these exhibits and they saw legal documentation and the things that uh, the FBI and then did to perpetrate negative on the Black Panthers and it told the story about how they were infiltrated and broken up and how crack was introduced into the communities. There were a lot of people in there that had no knowledge of it other than what they just heard maybe from their parents at home. And they, they had enough gumption to go out and find out for themselves. And they said, my daddy told me that they were negative and they were this and that. And you could tell this was a student who wanted to, who was who was willing to challenge their parents at home. You do have some 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 young white kids out there who 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 don't necessarily agree with their parents at home because now if they've stepped away and gone to college and had a chance to interact with black people for the first time and find out that, you know, again, these are human beings just like you and they start hearing the stories, they've gotten themselves kind of endeared to another culture out of curiosity and out of the ignorance that they were uh, being exposed to, um, it, it, it's, it's, it, it's really, really uh, going to be an interesting challenge for us. Nothing to me that seems insurmountable, even in its darkest hour, because for us, we've come back from the darkest place you could come back in terms of slavery, and we're still here. And with all the distractions, we still have, you know, people without a, without even a European education now. There are blacks that are out there in rap in the rap game and and, and and movies and all these things that aren't necessarily role models for us because it's not realistic for us to look at that. But we see where there's enough money for them to make millions of dollars. But how do we just as as the as the above average Joes, because we're better than average people, but meaning that we are all in the same boat right now. How do we we plug these holes in this ship that's constantly growing new holes? The minute we get close to land, the sea takes us further away, and, and, and we get more holes in the boat. We're constantly battling and stroking and fighting it and getting just close enough to make us think that we're getting close, but then an election comes up like this, 
and then they, you know, they turn the the uh, healthcare system away. What do we do? How, uh, this, there's so many things to do. It's like we have to try and find a place where we can start. And and uh, I, I'm going to start asking a few. We have some other people on the line, but I, I want I still want you to lead into these other people, Dr. Quick. We have uh, about three or four people on the line. So whatever you say after this, um, you know, um, let, let, let's hear from some of these people. But I just want to say this last thing, really sh- as short as I possibly can. And what it is is that one of the one of the things that I think personally that we can do to start is what we're doing, Doctor Quick, and what Thirty Five CL is doing. You have an independent brand that's called Family Solutions Inc. I have an independent brand, uh, the Jeffrey's Peace Project. These are community-based organizations. Yours deals with family solutions, with the core problems within the black family structure. Mine deals with men and women and even veterans, African-Americans and alike, that have served and been disappointed in the military enough to where they came back and saw what the military really doesn't do and, and wound up being homeless and incarcerated. My organization helps them find housing and jobs. So we can all do our own brand, but the thing that I'm saying that we're doing, Dr. Quake and T25, is we are putting our brands together like fingers on a hand. We're looking for, right now, people out there listening, we're presently looking for some co-op office space that we can do together. We're, we're working with grant writers. We're working with LLCs as well as nonprofits, which means for-profit companies. There's a lady back in Chicago that's part of a historical, uh, 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 you know, the music venue and, and, and promotion market that has entertainers, we know with food and entertainers and revenues, you can bring people together, you can write grants, you can create uh, revenue profit sharing on a monthly basis that will, in spite of the bank loans you don't get and things because we all come together and bring our resources together, we, we can start growing and picking up steam like a, like, like a tumbleweed or, or a snowball to where we can create jobs we can be all inclusive. We can even we can fix the community and create jobs and step away from working the traditional jobs from Charlie. We know at some point in time it's going to snatch that rug out from under us. And the brother who just called and talked about fixing credit, well, the skill that he learned and, and, and the company he worked for. I'm not saying having a job isn't a good thing, but we should think in terms of how we can exploit that job, and that's going to take enough energy, meaning that you're going to have to work twice. We work twice as hard anyway, so work at your job, but then put money into your brand. Think about your escape plan and how you can share your escape plan and lean on somebody else to work cohesively together. Go ahead, Dr. Quake, and take it, and, and then let's listen to some other people. Well, you know, not, uh, not to, you know, to discourage anybody from that process, uh, and you were talking about the brother fixed credit. Well, let's let's just look at it this way. In America, that's why they had these banks doing redlining. It didn't make any difference if your credit was 800. They didn't give you loans mm-hmm. to start businesses. So that's why I said we have to create our own system where you can walk into a bank and you can know you're going to see somebody like Corey uh, or Dr. Warren or any, some of these people. They say, look, I am investing in the community. I want to start a business here. I'm going to hire X amount of youth 
I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And they, based on your credibility, will give you that loan to create that business. White folks mm-hmm. are not going to do that. If your credit was 850 or 900, they still are not going mm-hmm. to do that. And that's been proven because we've had our people who had, had excellent credit, you know, because my people were the real diehard farmers. They didn't buy nothing on credit. You couldn't even mm-hmm. give them no credit. They said, no, I don't want to mm-hmm. owe nobody nothing. And we wonder mm-hmm. where people like that get. We thought they were super prideful and this kind of stuff. But the reality was they understood that if you don't control anything, and you can't control anything if you're if you're overly exposed. That means mm-hmm. that you owe everybody everything that you're getting. So mm-hmm. we have to think of there's there's but one answer to the problem that 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 faith that black people face every day worldwide is that whether you're on the continent of Ethiopia or Nigeria or, or, or Ghana or wherever you are. You know, white folks are still infiltrating, introducing their brand of religion and coming in and telling you that they, they're still con- trying, they have convinced us that our way of life was not the right way of life. They are, somehow have convinced us that the reason why we wind up being underneath them, working for them, is because, you know, we had a, a, a substandard uh, psychology about which we work from. Uh, we, our religion, we, we were in the dark ages. You know, they, they talked about us as if we were animals and that we didn't have the capability to do anything. Well, the reality of it is, is that everything on this planet that they have access to, they gain access to that because of us. But somewhere mm-hmm. in the psyche, we have lost touch with that and so we run around now trying to be good little Americans or African-Americans or whatever it is that people want to call themselves, you know, well, it doesn't make, it doesn't make you more acceptable. And if you look at Britain and you look at, uh, was it Brexit, all of these European countries now are trying to find ways to stop uh, uh, people from coming in. And when they say they're trying mm-hmm. to stop people from coming in, they're talking about us. They talk mm-hmm. about people who are different from them. And they feel like this is like that's the reason why Trump won. Because, you know, you had an element in this society and it was enough, although Hillary Clinton got three million more votes than he did, there was an element in the society that 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 felt like they were losing control of the situation. And so mm-hmm. uh they went in another direction and voted somebody in who is totally insane. They didn't care about that, but he was saying the things that they wanted to hear, that oh, I'm going to make America great again. We have to understand, stop it, actually. What does that mean? When was America ever great for black people? You understand what I'm But see, hey, white the, only, the, only thing, the only thing I can think about going back, Dr. Kwaku, when he said make America great again, the only thing I can remember that was great for us was was one simple thing, and that was in the fifties and sixties, mostly. Yeah. Uh, that that eighty seven percent of black households had both parents in the house, and yes. uh, of that, about eighty two percent owned their own business. Because I I, yes. I saw 
I saw in Oakland uh, CalPAC, uh, all the business, the, the, the bar and restaurant association owners all up and down East 14th and on 7th Street were all thriving black businesses, and they still have the name now. Tolan's Liquors is, is, is a, they're uh, uh, Arabs, Middle Easterners, who run, there's no tolling in there, but the liquor store name is still up there because the brand is still up there. And, of course, everything that goes on in front of tollings now didn't happen back in the day when tolling was there. But now they even let the drug dealers uh, push stuff around the outside. Just as long as people come inside, liquor goes good with uh, with, with drugs. So the, the drug business, alcohol business is thriving as long as the drugs is around, basically. Well, yeah, you know, and, and, and that's all up and down East 14th Street. Even though it's well, gotten a little better and it's, over the last few years, but you know, it's that way. It's that way worldwide. Uh, uh, exactly. Especially here in America, you go mm-hmm. into areas that were traditionally African. You go to the back to the Harlem Renaissance, when all of the businesses were owned by black people. Now, black white folks owned the Apollo Theater. I remember when black folks Isn't owned everything down 125th Street. And yeah. so the thing about it is, is that we have somehow allowed uh, the glitter of, 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 of white supremacy to overtake our brains to the point where we think that that is the only thing we need. And what happens is, is when you, when you do that, this is what you promote to your children. You know, your children think that all they have to do is be bling, bling, glitter, you know, do this, and they can do as much as they want when they want to. Give it to Jesus. But they don't think about how do I create a community of harmony? How do I create a, a situation that will give opportunity to other African people so that we can raise up and take control of our lives? You know, we shouldn't have mm-hmm. to worry about whether the police is shooting our mm-hmm. people down or not because we should have negotiated the same deal that the Native Americans did. The reason why the Native Americans wanted to be on the reservation because they had their own police on, their native, on the reservation. If we had mm-hmm. our own police and our communities connected to those communities, going to church with those people, going to school with those people, knowing those kids that they are seeing out there on the corner, it was a big difference. Because people would come Black up to Panthers, us. Black Panthers, Panthers were the closest thing to it in Oakland. And, 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 yeah. But they were, they, they, they were becoming worldwide, too. When I went to that exhibit and I saw all the cities that the Black Panthers were in, they were in, man. And two-thirds of the Black Panthers were women. I have to admit I didn't know. Two-thirds of the yeah. Black Panther yeah. Party were women. I did not there know never that. Been, there has no. never been a revolution uh, of our people that, that did not have women at the forefront. And so, mm. but because we've been indoctrinated and re-indoctrinated to European culture where to them women were considered a, a lesser creed because mm-hmm. we have done, you go back to when, the, when, the, when we were, when was the, 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 the voting rights passed? A lot of people don't know it. Uh, yeah, white yeah. women, white women couldn't vote either at that time. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. not just black people. White women could not vote because they didn't want their woman having any say. And I'm going to tell you another thing. That's yeah. one of the reasons why Hillary Clinton didn't win. They designed yeah. that. They yeah. had to find a way to block. They did not want to see a woman in charge because that is not 
culturally specific in terms of where they come from. So mm-hmm. and see and see the way they like you said that the way they uh, uh, historically abused their women has has now, now we used to treat ours like queens and ours and ours were queens and they still are queens but mm-hmm. you know when you when 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 you follow you know when when you follow certain things you you embrace and become those certain things too so those become the examples and now we. We've gotten to where we treat ours the same, like you said, the same way that they treat theirs. And the only exactly. thing they say to make them feel good is they use the word Mother Nature and, and, mm-hmm. and, and Hurricane Sally and all that to let you know that a woman has some kind of wrath mythically, you know. But my, uh, let's ask some of these people that are online before we lose them, why did right. we lose it all? And how do we get, regain control in their opinion? How do we do it? And, and and let's acknowledge that a nation can only reach as high as its woman. So uh, is our caller still out here from, uh, let's see, from Southern California? Anybody still on the line here? Hey, it's, of course, it's Boswell. It's Boswell. What's your opinion on this stuff, Roger? You know, um, I think it's still going back to the the same same um the same topic is where where is the change going to come? Um mm-hmm. when you were mentioning when you were mentioning about about um Black Wall Street and it's so interesting. I mean, if if we would follow that model, mm-hmm. it would be a whole different storyline for us as black people. When you think about when it started, it started back in 1910. Mm-hmm. And in in um, in city of Tulsa, because I stayed in Tulsa. I'm a Wookiee from Muskogee. That's my grandmom used to stay in Muskogee. Stayed in Tulsa mm-hmm. for four years where I graduated out of college. But back in, back in those days, they had black hospitals, black libraries, black public schools, owned newspapers, they owned theaters, hotels, churches, restaurants, you know, hundreds of businesses. But what made it so great? And then what happened to it all? Where was the turning point? When you think about it, I mean, um, um, if we were to replicate what they did, I don't even know if there's anybody around that's an ancestor of those who were able to do this, to make this great accomplishment, okay? I mean, when it, what, it, what did it take to be so, so successful, okay? Um, what was all the things that took place? What was the mindset of these black people that they were able to accomplish this, okay? It's so many questions out there that can be, you know, given, but yeah. today we think about, uh, it, the question was even um, posed even from my last show, um, the difference if we were, if segregation was still in place right now versus integration, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. would we be as a people? Where would we yeah. be as a people? That makes you want to go, yeah. hmm, really wonder about that. Mm-hmm. Not that we don't, you know, you know we, we get along, you know, some, but the racism is so, that ugly head is still reared. Every time you turn around, yeah. 
Hate, you know, bigotry, you know, all that is still around. So, you know, it, it still goes back to the same question. You know, if we can model what they did, would we have a lot of opposition? Mm-hmm. If black people were, if black people was to start to, um, number one, we got to come together first of all as a black people. It has to start mm-hmm. there, number one. But if we were to come together financially, economically, you know, uh, spiritually, I mean, everything, if we were to come together as a people to understand where we need to go, then mm-hmm. that's step number one, you know? But like I said, it's, 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 you got to start, start somewhere. So it has to start somewhere. Yeah, and it starts right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so many. So many. So many pinholes. Yeah, well, well, one of the things yeah. that, that we, we need to look at as a people is, you know, Roz asked the question, you know, where do we, where do we start it? Well, the, the thing of it is that, that the blueprint is already in place. All we have to do is get back to return to the source, return to what made our people great. Start reenacting those processes. If we do that, they can't stop us. The only thing they can do, they used to have an old saying in the community when I was young, said, you can kill me, but you can't eat me. <laughs> you know, you can about it. that would be their only opportunity. Because as long yeah. as we keep doing it and passing the baton on to the next generation, they will not be able to stop us because we are here. We are mm-hmm. here. And as the old mother once said, we were here when they came here, and we will be here when they're gone. But, you know, mm-hmm. how, how depleted, how messed up are we going to be psychologically, you know, and that's why it's so important for us to fight back. That's why it's so important for T25CL, Family Solutions, uh, Jeffrey's uh, project. Uh, it's so important for us to move forward with, with the dialogue and, and, and start making it, you know, making it be our life's work, not just something that we do on a part-time, but it needs to be your life work. Your life work needs to be how can I bring the community together? How can I make the world a better place than it is? Uh, how can I uh, make the world better than what I found it? You know, because mm-hmm. every individual has the ability to create a, a dynamic outgoing of, of, of reality for all of our people. Our kids respond to it. Our women respond yeah. to it. Our yeah. brothers respond to it when we can get them together long enough to sit down and so that they understand. The people out there in the street who are doing all these horrific things, they know that it's not right, but they don't, they don't have another positive direction where they can follow somebody. They, right now they need leaders. And every, exactly. one of us, every one of us are leaders. We have to stand up and yeah. say, this is my life's work. I will assist you. I will help you. I would do whatever it is to take what it takes to to bring you into the to the to the uh, threshold of of where where we are in terms of of being progressive uh, and being true African people. Because I don't care mm-hmm. what you call yourself, you are still a true African, and and, mm-hmm. and African American and none of that stuff makes no sense at all. Because first of all, the system 
is geared against us, whether it be legal, whether it be educational, whether it be uh, uh, economically, no matter what, it's geared mm-hmm. to only allow a few of us to be able to uh, manipulate the process, thereby giving the impression to all of these other people who are looking at it that, well, if I just stay at it long enough, my turn is going to come. You know, we mm-hmm. should not be thinking like that. Every one of our children should be taught that they have the ability to to be a dynamic force on this planet, in this universe. Mm-hmm. And, and if we can get back to teaching that, mm-hmm. if we can get back to teaching that, then we'll be on mm-hmm. the right track to recovery. You're right. You're right. Absolutely right. We have a caller on the line. Uh, Caller, would you like to state your name? Madeline. Hi, Madeline. How are you today? I'm good. How about yourself? Good, good, good. Have you been listening to us long? I have not. I've tried um, a couple of times about four weeks ago, and then I was able to get the right information, and so this time I remembered, and here I am. Okay. Well, what we've been talking about uh, is a whole lot of things. We're talking about uh, first first and foremost um, in regards to this new presidential administration and how he's already putting policies in there to reverse things, trying to take us back to the stone ages, so to speak, uh, in terms of where we were as a people, in spite of how we're struggling now as a people. I'm not talking about the NBA playoffs or, 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 or you know, uh, uh, the, the stuff that you see in Hollywood. I'm talking about the real life and what happens out here in the streets with these kids being killed by police officers who are supposed mm-hmm. to be protecting them and, 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 and heads of households being handcuffed on the grass and acquitted for, uh, you know, police, you know, wrongful, there's so many wrongful death cases here where right, people are getting smacked right. on the hand and we're victimized. And so we were asking each other and trying to come up with some solutions as to uh, how do we lose it all and how do we regain control again. And, you mm-hmm. know, we were even recognizing how a nation can only reach as high as its woman. You know, we're, we're, we're man enough to tell the truth and say, and of course, with the mother that I had from my experience, and I, and I know uh, I, I saw firsthand of my father being a protector, but the balance of the family was maintained. Uh, the m- mom ran the household. You know, mm-hmm. she she she, she fed us. She was the first person to educate us from the time we were born. The first person we looked at. The first person we got our nourishment and our comfort from. And of course, that that Lion King was there. As her protector, she shouldn't have to look around to see what's going on while she's concentrating on us because, you know, and we know that there's a lot of dysfunction and things that happen out there. And a lot of those things that happen, uh, when we really trace it back, it always comes back to the establishment. It always comes back to the government when we talk about Tulsa and all the black Wall Streets and how they fell, how we lost it all. If you look those things up, you'll see Mm -hmm. the government had a hand in the, the Tuskegee experiment and Port Chicago and all these other things. And so uh, those are the things that we're talking about, and I know it's a lot to, to bum rush you with when we, we just mm-hmm. just getting you to call in. But 
certainly you're welcome to you're welcome to take a few minutes if you'd like to and share your views or or, or you can continue uh listen. We appreciate you calling in and taking time out uh to engage with what 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 is yeah. uh, you said your name again was, was Madeline? Madeline. Madeline. Yeah, Madeline. Madeline. Yes. Okay. Anything you'd yeah. like to say in regards to this matter? Well, it's I guess there's so many things that going on right now that you can tend to lose hope or lose focus. And so I think the main thing is to just really step back and make sure that you're doing what you need to do to be a part of the solution. You know, most people feel like, well, whatever it is that I can contribute is so small that it won't change anything, but that's where we lose our way, I think, when we decide that there's really nothing that we can do. I think it's best that we set back and look at where we are and what we can do to make a change for the better. And I really think that that's the that's the way forward for each person to take responsibility for themselves and for trying to do something about the things that they see as being just really terrible. That that's really my opinion because I know you can't put a fix on everything. But you can fix, you know, certain things, and so that that would be my take. Uh, Madeline, each drop of yes, blood uh, has its own responsibility. Uh, uh, each drop of blood can make a whole body. That's what I'm getting. Exactly. Let me ask uh, Madeline a question. Madeline, mm-hmm. would you know? I I agree with you. We we have to step forward and 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 commit to what it is that. You know, we have to be the change that we're seeking. Exactly. Uh, and and that's why, you know, T25CL Entertainment, you know, is a brand new organization that we are all about how can we reestablish ourselves as a nation because that is the only way we will win. We will win. And we would like to ask you as one of our listening guests to at least next week, you know, call up four or five of your friends who might be like managed who may be interested so that we can start the dialogue all over the country. Where are you from, Madeline? California. Oh, okay. Well, whatever area you're in, get four or five people to call in so that we can start to make T25CL the voice of, the, of, of California. And eventually we, we have listeners in, in Kenya. We have listeners in Nigeria, New York, Chicago. And we're trying to build a movement utilizing the, the systems that are in place that will allow us to converse with each other and and make some decisions about what it is we're trying to do. So right, if you right. can, if you, if you can do that and and be here next week and and bring two or three of your friends, that uh, I believe that that is the, the 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 opening of the door for us to open the dialogue and say, okay, let's commit to each other around doing certain processes before. And in fact. When we get up every day, we should have a process in mind that we're going to follow. 
and and mm-hmm. and and create a dynamic for change. And the more people, and the more people we bring into that, incorporate into that, the bigger and the greater we're going to grow. And so that you know, not I know that everybody is doing exactly what they think they should do, but mm-hmm. we have to come together on it. We have to right. come together, exactly. and we don't always have to agree on the 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 outcome process, but mm-hmm. we do have to agree and make a commitment that. My number one goal in life is to create a dynamic uh, organization that will allow our people to grow, that will allow my children to grow, my grandchildren, and it will be a Mm -hmm. place where people can always come and get uh, answers for questions that they need when they need them. And and that's what we need to do. We need to create that kind of a a situation. So, you know, I agree that. I agree that collectively, collectively, we can accomplish so much more than we can individually. So that is a good thing to Mm -hmm. strive for, Mm -hmm. you know, in what we do. Mm -hmm. Oh, and another another thing, Madeline, what I'd like you to do is to go to www.t25cl.com and become a registered member. It doesn't cost you anything, you know, and, you know, to be, to put your name on, on, on our role so that you, uh, um, and Corey can, can give you a rundown because I'm not at a computer right now. Uh, okay, Corey, so that was www.t25cl.com. Uh, T25cl.com. And you will see all for towards twenty fifth. Yeah, you will see all of our for towards twenty fifth century living. Yeah, you will see all of our shows on there, and and you you know you can even buy. I have a, a book on that called White Out. You can okay. go on there, buy the book on. It's called White Out. It's a it's a it's ebook. You can read it right online. You can buy the music online. We have a movie out called uh, um, To United We Stand. It only costs you four dollars and something to go and rent the movie. Five ninety five. Huh? Five ninety five. Yeah, 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 I think it's four ninety five or five ninety five. But go on and look at the movie, and and mm-hmm. and you know just familiarize yourself with T two five CL Entertainment, and you'll see what we're trying to do, and 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 mm-hmm. and, and bring some more soldiers on. Okay. Well, I I will certainly invite people to listen in and um, uh, sign up, and I will go online and do that as well. Thank you, thank you. So, very the, much, so the movie, the movie, details more about what you all do. Yeah, it's a, it's a really. Well, I think you have the Galaxy Chief on now. Uh, uh, well, oh, okay. I think Andre's on. He could probably. Are you on, Andre? Uh, yes, sir. Hotel. Yeah, Hotel. explain. Well, 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 this this is the man behind the movie. So, Andre, tell oh, me what okay. T25 uh, United We Stand is all about. Well, Sister Madeline, welcome to uh, T25CO Entertainment uh, Galaxy Thank Talk you. Radio. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, United We Stand is a uh, film we just released. It took us about three years to put the whole film together. And it's a combination of a music documentary 
that uh, we did coordinated with our uh, music director, Rosalind Jordan Mills, who's online as well. And we got all of our artists together. Some of the United Nations people asked us to do something to uh, bring attention to the strategic uh, development goal agenda to eradicate one billion people off the poverty rolls by 2030. Mm -hmm. So we put together a concert. And that's the short side of the stories, a little bit more detailed than that. And so we then we put some B-roll footage to the agenda. There's 17 points of light that they are looking at over there in Africa and throughout the world as it pertains to sustainable energy, poverty, hunger, uh, women, the children. And so we put a film together with our musicians and along with uh, B-roll footage that was shot in Africa, and we made a movie out of it. We wrote the soundtrack ourselves, and everybody that's seen it has said it's the best musical event they've ever seen, and other people have made comment about the substance of it because Mm -hmm. 800 women a day are dying in the world uh, during childbirth. Wow. And um, we depicted in our film in Nigeria, whereas they were delivering babies by flashlights mm. because they had no energy. And I've been to Nigeria myself, and I've been there when the lights just go out anytime you want. And so whenever you do get energy, it's it's just a blessing just to get it. And right. so... Um, our film kind of depicts all this and it really brings it home and everyone that has seen the film has just really, really liked it. They really enjoyed it. And he said it's the best concert they've ever seen. And so okay. uh, take a look at it and uh, the next time you come on one of our shows and I do my show on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. It's called United We Stand. And um, I know that a lot of questions are being imposed this evening about the questions or why are we in this condition today but we have to start coming up with solutions to solve right. this and so um we here at t25cl uh, we are developing solutions to this and on the saturday show we do more into the solutions and moving forward and bridging that gap between here in africa and how we're going to be doing economic development uh, between here and there as well. And so Mm -hmm. uh, it's a step-by-step process. It's a slow build. But right now we have to take control of our destiny. Right, I agree. You know, we are in a pretty bad shape as a people, but Mm -hmm. we got to start solving this. We can't wait for uh, Trump and gang to... Mm-hmm. come up with the solutions for us. As a matter of fact, we can't depend on Clinton either or right. uh, anybody else at 1600 mm-hmm. Pennsylvania Avenue. It's got True. to start right there at our individual homes. And, you know, everybody um, here is doing something throughout the day and whatever they do in their respective professions. But when you get in at night, ask yourself, what did I accomplish today? Mm-hmm. Did I hire somebody? Did I produce something? Mm-hmm. What did I do to um, help this problem and to bring solutions? Right. And so we encourage them, the young person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that we have great. to encourage one another. We got to keep each other strong as a unit. 
because and it, one person can't solve it, and, and not even T25CL can solve all the problems. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's even like what Jesus said in the scripture. You know, if he just only had one, you mm-hmm. know, he was cool with that. And right. so, what right. we want to do is, um, is 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 to save as many people as we possibly can, help as many people as we possibly can, and we do it with our platform. And not only with our movie, but with our artists and Dr. Quay Koo's book, and even downloading the CDs or looking at the movies, it helps. Listening to our 24-7 uh, music radio, that helps. And so just tune in. And we want to form a movement of mm-hmm. people to um, get with us, with this thing. And so we're advocating economics. We're not advocating guns and knives and sticks and gangs and mm-hmm. crypts and bloods and none of the nonsense. What we're doing is, is uh, through economic development and employment. And we right. want to expand our facilities. We want to hire people. We want uh, our artists to get out there and, and do shows. We want to do our own films. Mm-hmm. And so... That's what we're doing, mm-hmm. and that's the short side of wow. it. Wow. Well, uh, some very important work that you're doing. Oh, yes, it is, and it's a lot of work. And myself, it's seven days a week, day and night, and uh, <laughs> I can't stay on the phone late because I'm, I'm getting ready to head home down to L.A., and uh, I had to get down there to take care of a lot of business and several meetings down there. And... Um, so your radio show, what's your, what's your, your radio name? show, pardon? My name is Madeline. No, the guy that was speaking. Andre Ward is the yeah. Andre Ward, is the CEO, Chief Cross right. CEO. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You said Andre Ward, Washington. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Corey, this Darian. Corey, this Darian, hey, how are you, Darian? How are hey, you? Doing what's here? up, man? Yeah. Hey, Darian, thank you for being patient. I see you've been on the line for a little while. Have you been listening? Oh, yeah, I've been listening. Yeah. Yeah, we, 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 we want to, well, let's get a young man's perspective, too. What, 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 what are you well, i got to bounce people because i got to get going here. And uh, okay, we're going to interrupt. Safe travels. Safe travels. We'll see you when you return. All right, Sister Madeline, it was a pleasure talking to you, and feel free to Call in on Saturday morning if you're available. And, uh, Is that the same to... same telephone number? It's the same telephone number but a different code. And uh, just look on the website and uh, under the Galaxy Talk Shows and United We Stand, and you'll have my access code. Okay, United We Stand. Okay, I will definitely do that. Madam, we want you to be a regular on Soul Vibration. Well, I yeah. do... I'm really enjoying this, and I do want to try to get involved. I've been to Africa, um, and so I do know a, a, some of what you were talking about. Um, so I do want to be a, a part of it and try to bring to bear whatever I can. All right. Thank you. Totally All right. Thank you. It. It. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Hotel, everybody. Thank you, too. Hotel, hey, yeah. hey, Darren, what's well, up, uh, brother? brother Darian? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? What do you think, sir? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. 
You got the line. Oh, no. I was just uh, thinking when you guys were talking about just what, how do we get back to that uh, Black Wall Street that we had. And I just think it starts with, um, like, for me, instance, I got my own business, so I think it just starts with every young person, especially 18. Hey, if you 18 to that 18 to 22 range, definitely starting your own business, learning, getting some knowledge about how to run it with the laws, contracts, mm-hmm. everything, while, you still, while your mind is still fresh. Because I remember um, when I was 18, I'm 26 now, when I was 18, you know, I just was just gobbling up information. Unfortunately, all the time it wasn't the right information. But if you can be in that range and learning, doing what you need to do, turning your passions into into businesses, then I think that's how we can get back there. You know, like, for instance, like hip-hop, hip-hop was born out of passion from the black community, but we kind of let it get stolen and monopolized, you know, by another race. And now they profit, we profit a little bit, but they profit a lot, mm-hmm. a lot more than we profit our, on our own culture. So I just think it's about adding to the African, African-American, even if that, whatever that means, culture, because I believe even though all Africans are one, I do believe we live in a society where people want to be identified um, personally by their, by their people. So, like, for instance, like African-Americans, <laughs> African Americans, we're our own tribe, really, because we got we got separated from our families in Africa, and now we're here. So we basically one big tribe, really, because we we came out of slavery together. So we all mixed, we all had babies together. So basically, we one big family, really. So we need to just start getting along, and and just start building these businesses and hiring each other. And I think we can get back to it. I see, I see it come. I see it. I see a lot of young people that have business, successful businesses. So it's coming along, but you know we just gotta continue to keep doing it. Uh, hey, brother, uh, thank you, thank you for coming on tonight. Uh, look, yeah, we're about to about run out of time here. Uh, uh, we just like to tell folks that this is a TT5CL Entertainment, and this is Soul Vibration. Your co-host, Reverend. Nana Kweku and uh, my 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 partner and brother Corey Jeffries. Uh, let's let's take uh, about a minute and a half for everybody to wrap up. Okay, uh, Corey. Well, I, I I'll let somebody else go. I have some a couple of things I want to elaborate on right at the end here. So I'll let uh, who, uh, who let's see who else we have on. We have. Uh, are you still on, Ross? I'm still here. Okay. Uh, uh, would you like to? Would you like to go? Yeah, give us your two minutes, syllabus. What'd you say, Doctor Michael? I said, give us a two-minute syllabus. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know this topic that we're covering right now. You have, to have ten shows, twelve shows, twenty shows to cover what we're covering right now because we're not going to cover it all. But. Uh, there was a there was a key thing, key element that this young man, Gary in Washington, said. It starts with uh, the young, fresh mind, starting with our young people because they are the future. They are the generation that that is our future. But if we don't have the inspiration, if we don't have the correct knowledge, if we don't have a personal plan, if we don't have mm-hmm. any type of empowerment principles that's in mm-hmm. place for these young people. 
this place, this, our, our nation, our people are lost. Because I, there's so many key elements right here that we can, that we can really tap into. Um, but my, my key thought is, you know, we need to start, like I said, first of all, it starts at home. I remember one um, gentleman, he was a Caucasian man, said, uh, what's wrong with the black family today? Why is it that, you know, people who's mainly at the head of the household is always the, the woman, the black woman? Well, yeah. Uh, even though the man is the, is the head of the household, he is a provider. He is a sole provider. He is out there working hard to provide. Um, the woman is at home with the children. Giving them the education and the knowledge, that's a whole different topic within itself. But when we think about us as a people, to come together as one, as a family, it, like my sister was saying, you know, it, 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 we have our own personal plan, true enough, but we need to come together as one. And T25CL, as a family, we're starting there. What's up, man? We have another caller here right towards the end, uh, somebody from, I guess, uh, another part of California. Caller, are you on the line? Hello. Oh, I guess they were just listening. They, they dipped in. Corey, and dipped I just passed the one on the line from Seattle. Oh, oh how are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. I um, got on a little late today. I was... Uh, at uh, Auburn High School to track me with these young men. And uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to say uh, I'm glad to hear everybody's back. I wanted to just mm-hmm. let you know about a sister, Madeline, there, that we met her, I believe, in 94. And her mm-hmm. and her husband, uh, Robert Turner, had a ministry mm-hmm. to homeless, uh, transitional homes, right there in the middle of 45th in the hood. Oh, oh okay. okay. All right, I heard that. Yeah, so they're definitely living it out. And uh, I just left a PTA state meeting, and I cannot believe it. I'm the vice president, the only black in 104 years. Like I said, I've been here eight years with our programs, and we'll continue to do our seminars every week. And I was the only black male at a conference of 5,000 people. I still can't believe it. Yeah. Uh, I saw some of the pictures from that, too. I saw some of the pictures of that. Yeah, like yeah. Last week or the week before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Pastor, Pastor Juan, this is Dr. Kwaku, man. Once again, yeah, thank, bless you for, thank you for your effort and, and keep pushing forward. And uh, next week, we, we're going to be on every week from now on. Uh, we want we want at least to, uh, to pull in at least five new members every week. And uh, and go and register on the website. You know, it doesn't cost you anything, but just check it out. Go see the movie, uh, uh, United We Stand. It's only four dollars and something on there. On there, if you go on the website. Five ninety five, Doctor Quaker was five ninety five. Oh, five ninety five. Well, five ninety five. If you watch it as many times as they want within a forty eight hour period. So if you watch yeah. it, the thing is, it, it, it's a great movie. Yeah, that's right. And so go on and check that out. And, and, and every week uh, we would like to ask all our guests to bring at least two new guests to the show. And yeah. uh, you, we want people to know that Soul Vibrations is all about movement. It's not about setting up and, and talk, discussing what the problems are. 
I think a yeah. lot of us already know what the problem is. We are talking about solutions, and the only way to to, to really bring those uh, solutions into fruition is that if we bring more and more people in and we, we, we uh, you know, collaborate together and, and put forth the effort to, to make it possible for people to see a, a, a different ideology about what's going on on this planet. We have mm-hmm. the capabilities to change everything on this planet. And the only way we can do it is if we come together and stop fighting each other and stop, right. stop looking at the glitter and start looking yeah. for what can I do to make this a better place for my kids, my grandkids, my grandmother, for everybody. And I and with that, I would just like to say, Corey, brother, it's been a great show tonight. Roz, we appreciate yeah. you. And uh, uh, Madeline and, 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 and Dr. Warren, uh, yeah. Dr. Kru, I say, hold up, man. I love you guys. Bless you. Well, we love you. Too. All right, we got our other and, shows. Uh, well, tell about the shows during the week, uh, Dr. Quaku. Well, since, uh, I've got, since I've got the keyboard, you know, yeah, here I've got everything in front of me. I'll finish up. Go ahead. Um, again, everyone, we'd like to thank you. You're listening to the Galaxy Talk Radio. Uh, your co-host, Corey Jeffries, and Dr. Amanda Quaku, brought to you by T25CL Entertainment. We're a global music and film distribution company as well. As we move towards the 25th century, learn about us or how to collaborate with us and become a part of this movement by visiting our website at www.t25cl.com every Monday at 7.30 Pacific Standard Time. You can talk constant politics with Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Tuesday, you can talk straight uh, with the hired brush, Barbara McGee. That's straight talk with Barbara McGee. Wednesday, you can visit Roger's Corner with Roger and George Mills. Friday, you can get the keys to the kingdom with Sandra Keys. Um, uh, I, I, I remember that Saturday morning, um, uh, our Galaxy Chief, uh, Andre Ward, has a show called United We Stand. It comes on at, what, 10, 10 a.m.? Yes. On Saturday. 10 a.m. on Saturday. Ten a.m. on Saturday, and again, we would like to remind you, uh, those of you who are out there, if you know anyone, male, female, and or any veteran that uh, have been incarcerated and are reentering society and are in need of gainful employment and or housing, you can contact the Jeffrey's Peace Project at five ten six nine one seven zero nine zero. If your family is struggling with personal issues, we have Family Solutions, Inc. So you can go to www.noangernoviolence.org, or you can visit Nanaquaku at comcast.net. That's N-I-I-N-A-N-A-K-W-E-K-U at comcast.net. Dr. Nanaquaku can also be reached at 707-631-0276. Um, there's one one more thing that I'd like to say that that, that uh, goes to bear on I think what Rosalind had mentioned just a minute ago uh, when she said that this white gentleman asked well, what has happened to the white family and what uh, why is the white why is why, what's the black family and why is the black woman seemingly the head of the household well the only answer that I can give to that is he needs to do his research and see 
where his culture had a responsibility in the in that very answer. He can look in the mirror and ask some of his and he can ask that question to his own ancestors. There's a culture of cognitive dissonance that has spelled America for years, meaning that uh, we refuse to see the truth in spite of the facts that have been proven over history time and time again. And as black people, we have the ability to apply something that we invented that they have, again, taken from us and called their own. But the the foundations of cognitive science have to deal with four different foundations, four dynamics. Psychology of the mind, we need to start getting back to uh, learning about why we are in the psychological situation that way. Um, Linguistics is the second option, how we communicate our troubles with each other. Dr. Nana Koiku in Family Solutions is, 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 is very skilled in, this, in, in addressing and communicating these problems. Artificial intelligence. That television is not a living being. Your computer is not a living being. Everything that's in those things that we look up from our cell phones, the way we're dumbed down with depending upon artificial intelligence, because it always has the right answers, but the right answers have been researched and downloaded into those things that we look at. We have to recognize artificial intelligence for what it is, and we have to be willing to challenge it sometimes. And we have to develop our own philosophy. When you start looking at the things that are happening around you, you know, you have to ponder the, 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 uh, uh, the beginning and the ending solutions and all that. All of these things make up the principles of what's called cognitive science. When you, when you stop and you use common, common sense and critical thinking to, to, to to start a race and to find an end game. And that's basically the main thing that I wanted to say, along with this last part of it is, is that the great thing about the way all of these shows operate that I really that I really appreciate is that we share a lot of information in, in front in front of the lines and behind the scenes as well. We share a lot of information. And as we move forward and we grow and we get into a normal studio atmosphere, you will see when we look back on these shows that we take, how we've grown and how we've developed and how we, uh, for instance, I look at Tavis Smiley a, a lot on my computer and other shows to learn how we can better develop our communication skills without sounding like, um, and it's okay for us to be a group of us sitting in a room because we want to be observed like that. But they're getting us at our at our rawest form now, and I want to say that I believe that that's okay. But as we grow, our, our way of delivering all of this information and our way of uh, engaging with everybody, of course, will develop professionally where you won't be able to tell the difference with our brand and what you see on regular television. And now's the time to visit our website, think about what your passion is and how you you can become a part of our movement so we can move forward towards the 25th century. And that's about all I have to say. I appreciate everybody for for, uh, 
their input and for their knowledge, and I've learned so much from each and every one of you. And uh, I guess that's about it. Anybody else wants to say anything else? You can go jump, United We Stand. Go watch the movie. Also buy the book, Quite Out Solutions. Hotel. Hotel. Good night. Hotel. We will see you later next Thursday. Remember, Thursday, uh, Pacific Standard Time, 730. We'll be back. Right. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.